are new from Center City. This is the Rorschach Nigeria update from the 6th of October 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. Let's start this episode with some news on the presidential election, which is now only four months away. On October 29th, the NGO, the National Peace Committee, held an event for the 18 political parties that will compete in next year's general elections. The parties signed an agreement in which they promised to have peaceful behavior before and after the polls and that no party would commit acts of violence. Some members of the National Peace Committee include Catholic Bishop of Sokoto, Matthew Kukar, the President General of the National Supreme Council for Islamic Affairs, Aliko Dangote, who is the richest man in Africa, and the CEO of the Dangote Group, among others. Prominent personalities spoke at the event. Former President Goodluck Jonathan said he expects the country to raise the ballot bar in the continent by conducting a peaceful, free, and fair election. The inspector general of the police force urged the political parties to follow the electoral law while campaigning. Also on Thursday the 29th, President Buhari said the judiciary should sustain the rule of law by remaining unbiased when judging electoral cases. He noted that the judiciary had a vital role to play in next year's election since it will have to fairly settle election disputes. On Tuesday the 4th, the government condemned the military coup in Burna Faso. The executive said that the economic community of West African states will continue to push for the Burna Faso military to restore the constitution and return the country to democratic governance by the 1st of July next year. The coup took place on Friday the 30th and is the second coup this year. The first one took place in January. And next up, some health news. The Governor's Forum urged the federal government to increase the funds allocated to primary health care on Wednesday the 5th. They said even though international bodies like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation donate a lot to primary health care, the country cannot continue to rely on these donations. However, the governors aren't the only ones with a suggestion about health care. On Thursday the 29th, the House of Representatives told the executive that the Ebola virus might return. There has been an outbreak of the virus in other African countries like Uganda. According to the legislators, travelers from these countries might be infected and the virus might spread in Nigeria if no prevention measures are taken in the country's airports. Then they urged the Ministry of Health, the Center for Disease Control, and other relevant bodies to take the necessary steps to prevent the potential spread. The legislators' warning might have been a wake-up call since days later, on Tuesday the 4th, the Center for Disease Control said it recognized there was a high risk of the Ebola virus coming into the country from Uganda because of the frequent air travel between the two countries. However, the center still said that Nigeria had the capacity to respond to an Ebola outbreak. The agency then advised citizens to avoid non-essential travel to any location where there is an outbreak and avoid direct contact with blood, saliva, and other bodily fluids of anyone suspected to have the virus. 
On that note about traveling between African countries, Ethiopia stopped using visas on arrival to travelers from Nigeria on Tuesday the 4th. It also said that it was compulsory for Nigerians coming into Ethiopia to have their yellow fever vaccination cards. This means citizens must now get a travel visa from the Ethiopian embassy before traveling. However, none of these changes apply to travelers that are only going to do a stopover in Ethiopia. Let's move on to some news about the economy. On Tuesday the 4th, the Senate president said Buhari will present next year's budget before a joint sitting of the Senate and House of Representatives on Friday the 7th. The executive forecasts the annual inflation rate at 17%, the gross domestic product growth rate at almost 4%, and an exchange rate of 435 naira against the dollar in the budget. The price of crude oil was benchmarked at $70 a barrel. And speaking of oil, the Nigerian National Petroleum Corporation became the country's largest retailer of petroleum products after it bought the retail stations of Oando on Saturday the 1st. This means it took over almost 400 stations of Oando. The executive said on Sunday the 2nd that it plans to reopen the Trans-Niger pipeline in Rivers State, which transports about 180,000 barrels of crude oil daily. The operator of the pipeline, Shell PLC, has closed it for six months because of oil theft and pipeline vandalism in the region. On to some environmental news on Thursday the 29th at a climate change forum, consumer goods company Nigerian Bottling Company urged manufacturers to reduce the effect of climate change by using sustainable manufacturing processes. The National Council on Climate Change also said that the executive plans to achieve net zero carbon emissions by the year 2060. Talking about the government's plan to reduce the effects of climate change, the executive relaunched its gas flare commercialization program on Sunday the 2nd. The program started in 2016 and allowed investors to use the gas the country released as a byproduct of oil production instead of releasing the gas into the environment. However, it was suspended when the pandemic broke out in 2020. The executive said it will award gas flaring contracts to chosen investors by December. Good news for Lagos civil servants. On Tuesday the 4th, the state governor said he has approved a salary increase for government workers because the high inflation rate has reduced their purchasing power. And on to some entertainment news, Fina won the popular reality television show Big Brother Nigeria on Sunday the 2nd. She took home about $200,000 in prize money after 72 days on the show, while Brian and Bella finished in second and third place, respectively. Fina wasn't the only one to win this past week. Musician Thames won the award for Best Collaboration at the BET Hip Hop Awards Ceremony on Wednesday the 5th. She won the award for her contribution on the song Wait For You, where she was featured alongside Future and Drake, while Burna Boy lost out in the category that he was nominated for. 
The day before, on Tuesday the 4th, the Advertising Regulatory Council of Nigeria filed a suit at the Abuja High Court against American technology company Meta and AT3 Resources, its local advertising partners, for violating the advertising laws of the country by showing unapproved adverts to citizens. The agency is seeking a $50 million penalty, and it claims the unapproved adverts led to the executive losing money. And finally, some sports news. There may be a chance for Nigeria to hold the 2025 African Cup of Nations, best known as the AFCON competition. The Confederation of African Football said on Friday the 30th that Guinea will not host the competition because it does not have the necessary facilities. The Confederation added it would work with the country to build football facilities that will help it bid for other competitions in the future. Other countries can now volunteer to host the competition. And talking about football, Ibrahim Gusau, the former chairman of the Zamfara State Football Association, won the country's elections for president of Nigeria's Football Federation on Friday the 30th. The former president of the federation, who was in office for eight years, refused to run for another term since the pressure on him mounted when the football team did not qualify for the 2022 World Cup. All right, that's it for this week. Thank you, as always, so much for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show, and this way you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at nigeria at rorschach.com. That's R-O-R-S-H-O-K dot com. Say go bay.